Hi, my name is Sam, and welcome to Radio Headspace. So it's my last day here at Radio Headspace for a bit, and I just want to thank all of you again for tuning in. I'll be back at some point, but my good friends Kasanga and Dora will be taking over for now. So today is day five of my favorite mindfulness practices, and we're going to discuss something called radical curiosity. It means that we're greeting the thoughts, feelings, and difficult moments with this sense of interest instead of closing down instinctively. That's why it's radical, because it's not instinctual at first. I experience this sometimes when I'm triggered by someone's attitude or demeanor. My immediate instinct may be to suppress or shut down the agitation, but if I can take a moment to acknowledge the feelings, the thoughts, and the sensations that are arising— I'm able to work through the interaction, especially if it's important to do so. I remember first learning that mindfulness meditation had the power to help repair attachment issues that we have from childhood. And it's because when we're meditating, we're acknowledging our thoughts and feelings with openness, curiosity, and kindness. In essence, we're reparenting ourselves with warmth and acceptance instead of demanding that anything be different. Thoughts and feelings can be seen as children vying for our attention. I kind of get the image of a three-year-old pulling on my shirt, trying to get me to pay attention, and then when I finally do, they forget what they wanted. That acknowledgement is important. It lets our brain know that we know what's going on, and that allows a release to happen. It invites more ease. I remember when I first learned about this practice called feeding your demons. It sounded dark and weird, which piqued my interest. This adapted practice is based on a Tibetan practice called Chod. The demons we're talking about are not dark forces possessing us. They're anything that drains us or makes us feel stuck, like fear, illness, depression, anxiety, relationship challenges, and just problematic patterns in general. In the practice, you give form to the energy that drains you by imagining it as a being with a face and bodily features. Then you notice what it's like to sit across from this being. You notice its physical qualities and how you feel in its presence. Then you switch roles and enter the lived experience of the being to fully understand what it needs. Finally, you imagine yourself dissolving into a nectar that contains the essence of what this being needs. If it needs forgiveness or acceptance, you may be dissolving into a sticky honey that has the essence of love. The being then consumes the nectar to satisfaction and either dissolves completely or transforms into an ally. When I explain this practice to people, their eyes either light up with excitement or they assume that I've gone off the deep end with this whole meditation thing. All I can say is that this practice has worked amazingly well for me. And one of the principles underlying it is radical curiosity. We're bringing curiosity, this willingness to understand the parts of ourselves that are most likely to be abandoned, and taking the time to give these parts the acceptance, the love, and the reassurance that they're craving the most. So how can you feed your own demons? Well, the Tibetan monk who adapted the centuries-old practice, Lama Sultram, wrote the book Feeding Your Demons, which I highly recommend if you feel inspired to know more about it. You can also use the idea of feeding your demons and radical curiosity in your meditation practice and in your daily life. When you notice the urge to pull back from a difficult moment, whether it's a feeling of sadness in meditation or a challenging conversation, 
See if you can make some space to acknowledge the difficulty. Taking a deep breath and then bringing your acceptance and compassion as if you were a loving parent turning toward your child when they need your attention. I've so enjoyed sharing the insights and stories of my life with you. I feel excited when I imagine people connecting with something I shared, and I look forward to hearing your stories too. You can email us at radio at headspace.com and share something that resonated with you. Or if you have questions, send those over too. So it's my last day here at Radio Headspace for a bit. And I just want to thank all of you again for tuning in. I'll be back at some point, but my good friends Kesanga and Dora will be taking over for now. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you soon. If you'd like to learn more about living more mindfully, download the Headspace app for free.